Welcome to the Infertile Mafia. That's Sarah. And that's Kayla. And today, <laughs> you're going to be at the Infertile AF Summit. That is right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is going to be two, almost two weeks after the summit by the time this airs, but... Yes, I went to the Infertile AF Summit. It happened here in Chicago, and um, I did a well, live broadcast. Technically, you did not go to the summit. Oh, you right. went to the cocktail I hour. I went to the cocktail hour. <laughs> Guys, don't judge me. I was like, oh, booze? I'll go to that. I hear you judging me over the airways. Don't judge me. I see your side eyes. <laughs> I was not yeah. able to go to the full... It was a day-long summit. Summit. I don't know. I mean, if you don't know what the what it is, it's just a it's like a conference that yeah. was based around um, not just based on infertility, but really more like all different perspectives and paths of parenthood. Like their motto is okay. Well, infertile AF. Everyone knows, you know, as fuck, infertile as fuck, and they're both. I don't say those words. Yeah, I do. They're both. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We'll link, obviously, all of the things in the show notes here. But the co-founders, Tia and Lindsay, um, are, you know, like, Instagram influencers. Uh, Lindsay's a published author. And they were just going to do, like, a like a get-together. And then it kind of snowballed into this infertility conference. And they put it together in, like, less than three months. And... Which is incredible because, ooh, also, hey, this just in. I just heard from one of the founders about some breaking news that they want to share about some upcoming events. So stay tuned to the end of the show and we'll let you know what's next for the Infertile AF community. So I, when I went to the cocktail hour, I did like a live broadcast and I just interviewed a bunch of people and a bunch of people talked to me and... I just got their input on, like, how the day went, what they enjoyed about the summit, and um, and it was really uh, some interesting perspectives from people, and what, I don't know, what I really ended up taking away from it was that Leah, Lindsay and Tia have done a really good job of, like, being really intentional about empowering men and women from all all types of experiences. So you have people going through secondary infertility, people who are childless not by choice, people who, um, you know, like LGBTQ persons and that, uh, representing that voice. And so, and that's just to name a few. So, uh, I mean, it was a really great positive event. So it was really cool. And their couple name is Leah. I just decided. <laughs> Leah. Yeah, it's not that it, that's not edgy enough for them. Come up with something better, Sarah. <laughs> I'll have to think about that. Like, uh, let's see, T-O-N-Z. T L Lindsay. Teasy. Teasy. This is teasy. Teasy. I like that. As back. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it it was fun. I'm glad that they invited me to come and do the the live show. The energy in the room was it was palpable. Everyone was having a good time. Like it was just very positive. 
So I'm sad that I couldn't be there. I live so far away. Mm, yeah, I know. But <sighs> that's a good segue. Okay, we're going to come back to the summit. But before we do that, that's a good segue into a little event that we are planning here in Chicagoland <laughs> as well. Sarah, do you want to talk about gonna it? It's not going to be like it's not going to be like this. No, it's not going to be like the summit. It's not going to be a, a day long event with speakers. It's just going to be dinner and drinks. <laughs> We are not going to have speakers to empower people. No. We're just going to show up, <laughs> get a little sloppy. Right. Heck yeah. It's, you didn't Maybe have enough fun if you sloppy, don't get a little sloppy. But... Yeah. So we're actually doing a live show. So we've got two events to, to tell you about. So first we'll, we'll talk about the live show. So we've been working on this and we're really excited to tell you guys. Um, so it's also happening on June 8th. So join us then here in Chicago at the Abbott Mansion, which is a historical landmark here in Chicago. It also happens to be my home. So um, we're just going to have a fun gathering, and we're going to do a live taping of the show. Um, the doors will open at 6. We'll have like heavy hors d'oeuvres and drinks, and the live show will start at 7. And it'll be interactive with you, the audience. And you'll also get to go home with swag bags including exclusive merch from us from the infertile mafia and other local partners here in chicago so the tickets uh tickets are twenty dollars they can be found on our website at infertilemafia.com and just so everyone knows five dollars from every ticket goes to our resolve walk of hope fundraising campaign so really it's like a fifteen dollar ticket and a five dollar donation um and also like we're not making any money off of this i just want to be transparent about that so the ticket price is really just to cover the cost of food and drinks and then of course the um, donation to resolve so the walk of hope which is a an event put on by resolve which is to spread awareness about infertility i almost said to spread infertility that's not (laughs) what we're trying to do to spread chlamydia (laughs) One footstep at a time. Um, the Walk of Hope, that's what's happening earlier the same morning, still June 8th. It's a Saturday. And it takes place at 9 a.m. in Bensonville, which is just outside of Chicago. We have started an Infertile Mafia podcast team. So you can join our team via the Chicagoland Walk of Hope website. So we've linked that in the show notes. So please join us for the walk, or if you can't do the walk, you can still donate and credit our team and help us help us reach our fundraising goal that's what's going on june 8th june 8th and more low-key low-key yeah low-key yeah um, like show up in your sweatpants <laughs> if totally. you want show up in your sweatpants or wear your little black dress i don't care do what you want i mean i would probably i would wear leggings maybe <laughs> with a nice top <laughs> Now that I have some experience doing a live show, which, okay, speaking of, let's let's uh, segue back into the Infertile AF Summit. I have to, I'm going to little peek behind the curtain. This was a real bitch to edit. <laughs> so, I bet. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I'm really glad I went and that, like, g- got the experience and was able to meet so many people. And it was really, it was very fun. Having said that, you guys know we're not professional podcasters. We have, like, limited equipment. 
<laughs> so, um, yeah. So, I mean, it's a live event, so it, it's noisy. So if you, if you don't love that, I'm sorry. But I wanted to capture the energy in the room. Um, and, you know, there were so many people that talked to me. I mean, I would, I think I probably recorded like somewhere between 15 and 20 people. That's a lot of people. So we're not playing all of those people's little oh, clips. Oh, no. They're going to be mad. Well, I I mean, sorry. you had to. I had to edit it out some way because it was going to be, yeah. The way I curated that was mostly due to sound issues. So, like, if it was really, really noisy during someone's individual interview, it might have gotten the... Uh, might have gotten hacked. I apologize. Oh. If you, you know, I feel like video probably would have been better at a thing like this. I don't know. Maybe next year. Now that year. I think of it. Tia, <laughs> Lindsay, you're on notice. <laughs> we'll do video next year. But I was able to sit down and talk with the two of them. And so that was really fun just to hear their perspective on the whole thing. You know, because they're the ones who like this is their brainchild. And, and it was like a huge success. And so. It was cool to hear their perspective. So I'm excited to listen. Yeah, we did. So a few, I'll just give you a quick look into who I talked to. So I talked to the first person who walked up and wanted to talk to me was a man. I was super excited. A man? <laughs> yeah. Don't talk to men. <laughs> men don't talk about infertility. Well, men they don't do talk at the to infertility us, I mean. Summit. <laughs> well, good. Who was it? Okay, his uh, I think his name was Josh. He wins the quote of the day, too, because he said it was so cute. He said, I'm here with my wife because infertility is a team sport. <laughs> oh, Josh. I know, it That's was so really sweet. cute. Yeah, it was really nice. And he, he walked up to you to talk? Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody Let's did. Let's get this guy on. Yeah, at one point there was like a line because people wanted to talk not they didn't want to talk to me they wanted to share their day and like how great it had been yeah it was really nice i mean it was really positive and it's gonna be a year i don't think we mentioned this but it's gonna be a yearly event here in chicago and so if that sounds like something you'd be into then yeah look their website i think it's infertile I think they are infertileaf.org. Oh, they changed it. Okay. They changed it. I think it was Chicago for a while, but yeah. Okay. Yes. But now you can uh, try to get on there to speak on their stage. That's right. If you feel like you have a unique voice or something that would be worthwhile to share. I mean, everybody does, but they're looking for speakers for their next summit. So... there you go there you go so yeah i talked to josh (laughs) and then i talked to a woman who walked away from fertility treatments without a baby i talked to a woman who is going through adoption but still struggling with quitting treatments um i talked to someone with secondary infertility i talked to a woman who has two older adoptive children like they're teenagers and she came with her neighbor that is currently going through infertility or fertility treatments 
and just to be supported yeah she she came just to support her neighbor and then it ended up like bringing up all these all this other all this stuff for her because she she adopted children because she went through infertility too and that's how she connected with her neighbor and then came to this event with her to support her and it ended up ended up being like a healing thing for her as well which is just so Aww. cool yeah so it was a good day um and you know even if, if you're not local to chicago or you couldn't or that something like that doesn't really interest you um, they're still, they're very active in social, on social media and they just have a very positive message. So they have very positive messaging. So if you're, and they're very inclusive to all voices. So go check them out. Were you going to give a shout out to Christina? <gasps> oh yes. Okay. Last but not least, I do want to give a shout out to my friend Christine. You guys know her on Instagram as infertility illustrated. She she came with me to the event. She was my wing woman. And she, man, I'm so glad she was there because I'm not, like, sometimes I can be aggressive and assertive when I need to, but it's not, like, my, my natural go-to, but it is for her. So she, we got there early, and she was just taking names, like, I need this table right here, and I need this chair over there. <laughs> was just making it happen for me like she made sure my wine glass stayed full she took pictures for me she was live texting me so yeah, yeah. i felt like i was involved she right she was she was awesome thank you so much for coming christine and then she took me out for dinner afterwards and paid for it because it was the day after my birthday she's a good christine friend. yeah She's one of those friends. She's one of those friends. And she was hella pregnant. <laughs> like, were people giving her side eye? Oh, no. Like, there were, no, not at all. There were other pregnant women there. That's the whole thing. Like, that's hard for me to even articulate explaining it back to you is that this was not a Debbie Downer negative space. It was very much like a you know what, someone else chose a different path than you, someone else has a different struggle than you, and that's okay, and we're not going to tear each other down. We're just going to support each other. So it wasn't like, oh, how dare a pregnant woman show up to an infertility conference? Because she's pregnant because she went, I mean, it's an IVF baby. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, you know what, even if it's not, like, even if people get pregnant spontaneously <laughs> that is great it's great that's what you want for people you don't want to wish infertility on them i get that it's hard and it's okay to be you know what i mean like it's a very weird place to be because you don't wish infertility on people but then you're like mad that they didn't struggle Right. But then you're like, but I don't wish it on them, so I can't have it both ways or yeah. either way. The thing is, that feeling is totally valid and it's normal, but it's not about them. Like, they didn't do anything to you. <laughs> they didn't get pregnant spontaneously to throw it in your face and, like, hurt you. So it's It's a not scarcity mindset. When <laughs> <laughs> their, uh, their situation doesn't affect you, but it's really hard to not be jealous. Right, you know? right, like, right. Totally. 
yeah, I was there. Like, I was like, ugh, you didn't struggle. But then later on, they might struggle with things, and then I felt guilty. Yeah, or it's just that it's just that thing of like everybody has things that they struggle with and it's hard not to judge sometimes it's hard not to to judge totally no i get it like i said it's a totally normal and valid feeling to have i just don't i think it again back to their messaging it uh was very helpful for people too and i can't articulate this as well as i'm sure some of their speakers did but it was just very much that idea of like just because someone has it better than you or seemingly has it better than you or like seemingly seems like something is easy for them and not for you it just it's it's not going to help you to be jealous or to focus on that it's not going to do you know you got to try to maintain a positive attitude so that was the message of well, the day. Well, I mean, you would say. You know, the biggest the biggest thing people kept commenting on. Again, I wasn't at the actual event. So um I'm pulling from what people told me that they got out of it. And I think there were two two big themes and one was that they appreciated hearing so many different perspectives from so many different types of people and different paths of parenthood or not. And it was very much in like a um, supported, non-judgmental space that people were sharing this. Um, so that was the first thing. And then the other thing that people kept talking about was they really made some deep connections with people. And they had these like breakout small group type sessions where I think they did some exercises in, I mean, I don't know what all, but um, whatever it was, it was impactful for a lot of people. Um, therapeutic, I would even say. Awesome. And so, yeah, because it, you know, you go that to That like, gives me a little anxiety listening to, like, saying breakout, like, icebreakers. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm the person that hates that when you do, and it's like, let's play a get to know you game. Like, let's not. But so, I feel better afterwards. Exactly. Like, before it happens, I'm like, oh, no, please, no. And then afterwards, I'm like, that was fun. Right. You you almost never regret <laughs> being nice to people. <laughs> no. <laughs> Getting to know people, I should say. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, and I think it was Lindsay when I talked to her. She was the one that said that, you, you know, you go, you can go to stuff like this. And you can hear a great speaker and someone that sounds really motivational and inspiring. Um, and by the way, they are not like rah-rah cheerleader type when I say inspiring. It's much more of a like, I'm a badass, take no yeah. prisoners, like I can do this kind of empowering. It's not really like, it's not sugary, <laughs> if that makes sense. So Yeah, I kind of got that from... Yeah. Her Instagram stuff. Which is much more my kind of beat. Like, I don't want the flowery speeches. I just, I want them. Anyway, you, you get what I'm saying. Let's take a listen. What's your name? Tell me your name. My name is Josh. And what are you doing here today, Josh? So I'm here with my wife. Because infertility is a team sport, okay? <laughs> so I'm, I'm supporting and we're, we're learning and commiserating and interacting with others. And you said there's 
You were a little bit disappointed in the male representation. It's underrepresented. What they say, there's 144 people. I think there's four or five men that are not employees that are in there. Yeah. Do you think that's a general underrepresentation is a general thing in the infertility community for men? I would say that it's not something that we talk about a lot as men as much right. as women. Right. Um, you know, yeah. maybe not as big sharing. Right. So uh, that's part of it. And then I think on, on some scale that maybe a lot of the ladies didn't know or think they should bring their husbands in for something like that's this. That's right. Well, yeah. I'm like super pumped that you're here. No, me too. I enjoyed it very much. Yeah, that was going to be my next question was what was your favorite thing about the day? Like what, what was meaningful to you guys? Uh, you, you know, so I talk to my wife about it all the time. We're very open and communicate about it. And I know she's online doing some of these things and communicates yeah. it. I don't communicate it to anyone other than my wife. So kind of getting put on the spot, especially with just complete strangers that were not judgmental and understood it at that level was super awesome to me. We did one of the exercises in there where we are apologizing for other people. Uh That was like super emotional for me as an unemotional person. Like I felt good being able to apologize to someone and helping them through that. And, and just talk through my feelings to them and have them kind of put it back. It was nice. Oh, so that was like an exercise in basically kind of forgiving people that have been assholes about uh, early. <laughs> so so the, the exercise was, you know, think of a time that somebody said something insensitive or hurtful to you sure. about being infertile or your struggles right. or whatever. And then, you know, we kind of talked through how that made us feel and why it was bad and things like right. that. And then your partner there talked back and, and apologized kind of on behalf of that hurtful situation that was not including you obviously and so you know you got to take on somebody's pain because clearly they've held on to this thing that's bothered them somebody said and kind of helped give them closure and the same they helped give you closure over something somebody else has said wow that's really powerful it was very powerful yeah yeah it was great so is there anything else you want to add josh are you are you from chicago are you uh i'm not from chicago i was here all week i actually work sometimes in the area uh we're from metro detroit area okay so we we traveled a little bit well worth it you know i think uh an experience like this is great to, to have those outlets, especially from a male perspective. Like I said, yeah. this is not something men talk about. We don't. Right. I don't talk to my brother really about things like right. this. Right. So it's nice. I, I there's a handful of men here today. I'd like to see more. You know, if we do this again in the future, I'd like to see more men getting getting involved and talking about it too. It's a good outlet. Well, and I'm encouraged that a, a, I got a, a man to come talk to me first for the live podcast. I was this the first. Great. Oh, that's amazing. You're the first one to well, come talk great. to me. I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to dismiss you so you can go to the bar and get a drink. It's probably uh, well deserved. That's where I was headed. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, nice to meet you. All right, so tell me your name and where you're from. My name is Katrina, and I am from New Iberia, Louisiana, so I'm way down south at the bottom of the boot. How are you enjoying this weather in Chicago? (laughs) I'm actually kind of loving it, even though everyone here is not loving it. We never see snow in South Louisiana. If we do, it's very little. So seeing such huge snowflakes, especially like in April, it's like I'm kind of giddy about it. Well, I'm glad someone's having a positive experience. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So um, tell me what brought you here today. Well, I came because I am actually in the the group as same as Tia. I walked away from infertility without a baby on my hip. So my husband and I are non-parents. We are dog parents. We have two dachshunds, so we do have babies in that form. But there's not a lot of voice in this community as 
for non-moms, so that's why I've just like found Tia and was attracted to this whole thing because, you know, it's everyone expects the happy ending and the baby on your hip and they don't talk about the people that actually have to walk away from it. So that's what drew me here today to advocate for that. Yeah, absolutely. What was your favorite part of the day? Like, what did you, you know, take away? Is that when you're going through this, you do feel very alone and hearing other people's feelings, having the same feelings, it just validates that like you're not alone. And even though I didn't get the happy ending, I'm still going to have my happily ever after. It's just going to look different than someone else's. No, I think um, people like yourself and like Tia are doing a, a great thing because there's a group photo happening. Yes. <laughs> I think you're right that it's hard for people who end up making that choice. They are underrepresented in the community for sure. Yeah, because you're you're definitely judged for walking away. You know, like you like could you have done more. Hard. Right, you didn't try hard enough. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad that there's more of us that are speaking up. That there is life after infertility. That I don't have to be sad or mourning all the time. But I and celebrating the season of life that I am in now. That's amazing. Thank you so much for talking Thank you. with me today. I appreciate it. Was it. Nice yes. to meet you. You as well. Yeah. Thanks. Go get a drink. <laughs> Amanda, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Yeah, tell me why you're here today. Um, I experienced, we've been trying for about five years, um, and we experienced male and female factor infertility. Um, I would say about six months ago, we decided to go a different route and stop treatment. And we actually recently got our foster care and adoption license. And we currently have two placements, two children in our care. Wow. You've been busy. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. So why did you want to come to the Infertile AF Summit today? Um, so I follow... Tia and Lindsay, I've been following them for a couple years now, and um, I still struggle with wanting to experience motherhood as my own, have biological children, you know, that feel that pregnancy, have that experience, but it's not in the cards for us, but I still feel like a mother, even though they're not biologically mine, but I'm still struggling with the fact that I, I want that experience. Did you, do you feel like this was helpful for you today? Yeah, very much. Um, I really like getting this perspectives of each different person and the different ideas. Like For me, it was really helpful hearing the uh, Tia's and um, I think it was Danielle's about um, adoption. So for me, those the child-free and adoption were very helpful for me. That's great. Was that your favorite part of the day, you'd say? Yeah, the, those two, and then the breakout sessions were really helpful as well. Oh, that's great. Did you make some new friends? Oh, yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Are you on social media? Would you like to plug anything? Yeah, um, so I'm on Instagram, Smith Iowa. All right. Well, I, where are you from? Iowa, actually. Iowa. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was nice to meet you. Thanks for talking with me today. Nice to meet you, too. Yeah, thank you. So tell me your name and where you're from. My name's Alexandra and I'm from Columbus, Ohio. Oh, welcome to Chicago. 
Thank you. So tell me what you're doing here today. <laughs> um, I came to the Infertile AF Summit um, because I am experiencing secondary infertility and I was hoping to meet some people that were in the same boat as me. Yeah. And did you make some new friends? I did. Good. What was your favorite part of the day? I think my favorite part of the day... I would have to say it was Lindsay's speech. Um, it was different than I was anticipating, and it was great. I really, really enjoyed it. What did you like about it? Can you be more specific? Um, I think so much so she focused on um, not alienating people when they get a positive pregnancy test or their plans are different as you, and being somebody with secondary infertility, I'm automatically different, even in the infertility community. So hearing that was um, really empowering and reassuring that I do belong here, even though my story is different. Well, thanks for coming and talking to me. Do you have any last words or anything you want to uh, share with the no, listeners? I don't think so. Thanks for coming. Enjoy your time here. Thank you so much. Thanks. It's nice to meet you. You too. <laughs> my name is Kayla. Tell me your name and where you're from. My name is Megan. I'm from Lamont, Illinois. Lamont, Illinois? Yeah, just south of here. Yes, and it's good to have you here. What, what brings you to the Infertile AF Summit? You know, um, I have a neighbor who um, is going through infertility, and she approached me about a year ago uh, because I have two adopted children who are, one's Hispanic and one's Asian, so she casually was like, you know, I'm, I don't want to make assumptions, but I'm just, you know, I just wanted to, you know, ask your journey. Did you ever go through infertility? I'm like, oh yeah, like, like let's sit down and talk about it, girl. Like, so we did, we talked, we drank, we cried. Um, and I'm just glad that I could be here with her and for her. And she told me about it. I'm like, I'll totally go. I'll totally go. And it's interesting because, like, the people, I, even my husband was like, are you sure you want to go? Are you sure you want to, like, open those wounds again? And I was like, you know what? The wounds have always been there. You know, I think for once in my life, so my journey was, like, 15 years ago. So 15 years ago, I mean, there wasn't social media. There wasn't, maybe there was podcasts. I don't know. I didn't listen to them. You know, there wasn't even um, much of the you know, internet, like as far as the, like, there was not the community there is now. Yeah. So I think it's so amazing to have this, um, community and to have this support and to be in a room, like literally a room full of people like me. So it just means it's just amazing. It's amazing that they had, um, speakers of all different walks of infertility. I think that was really empowering and um, humbling to listen to some stories and uh, you know to relate to some and not relate to others so it's great was it in some ways maybe this is presumptuous to say but like healing for you in a way I think to so I think you know just to be here just to be able to talk with other people about it I mean in my world I mean I have a couple girlfriends that went through infertility but nobody that really walked my path and so I feel that um, yeah it was super healing for me to be in a room where I could just look around and be like you know they got me they get me and they got me you know yeah yeah it's really great yeah there's something so validating about that you know absolutely absolutely for years I was not validated for years I was you know into um, 
kind of walk away from the cycling and choose adoption was even um, not validated by many. So to hear other people that have adopted and still struggle with their infertility, because I think like it's like, you know, people say, oh, you should be fine now that you have kids, but it's it's always there. You never goes, it never away. goes away. So Right. Oh, thank you so much for yeah. sharing. I, I love that story. It's a great story. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's really, really neat. Was that, what was your favorite part of the day? Um, gosh. Um, the fact that there was alcohol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, um, let me think. Um, you know, I love the breakout sessions. I thought that, I mean, I love this. I loved all of it, but I think the breakout sessions really kept it real. And they really engaged you to, because I'm not one to just kind of walk up to somebody and be like, hey, what's your story? You know? Yeah, so what's going on in your uterus? Truly, um, the girl I was sitting next to that I barely talked to, you know, like just at the table, but we ended up being partners in, a, in an activity and crying together and embracing each other. And I think that that's, that's pretty awesome that you could do that. That's amazing. Well, you've got a drink in your hand now. I do. Now. Drinking red wine tonight. Is that your favorite? Is that your go-to? Oh, you yeah. Mean? I'm a wino, for sure. For sure. Well, I mean, <laughs> cheers. Cheers. <laughs> nice to nice meet you. Nice to meet you. Thanks so much for talking to me in Fertile Mafia. So tell me your name and where you're from. My name is Christina, Christina Fantosi. I'm from Elmwood Park, Illinois, just outside of Chicago, Illinois. Are you are you drinking anything tonight? You know what? I had a beer. I'm done for now, only because it's a torrential uh, snowstorm outside in April in Chicago. But I'm okay right now. <laughs> Thank you. It's the worst. I'm refusing to talk about it. I'm so mad about I've, it. <laughs> I've lived here 30 years. You'd think I would just get the hang of it by now. But, you know, it's kind of like infertility, it. right? <laughs> right. Wow. The snow is a great yeah. analogy. Oh, absolutely. You know, you, you, know what, you know what you're going into but you just keep going into that fire. What brings you here? What are you doing? What brings me here? I'm actually lucky. I'm a local, so, and I'm already talking over you, so I'm sure you'll have me back on the show soon. Um, no, either way, I, I'm i a local. I know Tia personally in real life, so that's probably why she gave me this responsibility of being a group leader today. And um, I struggle with infertility myself. My husband and I have struggled for five years. Having this summit not only come to fruition and come to life but in a city where I could go because I'm not a big traveler so something out of my comfort zone I'm glad that it was here and local to me um just huge huge step in in my journey I knew that I would be changed after this event and I knew I had to be at it yeah yeah what was your favorite thing about the day? Like, what were some highlights? You know what? I took notes from every single person that was up there, whether they be a vendor or a speaker. And I want to go home and digest all that because the perspective that I gained today. You know, you think you know all the different ins and outs of where people could be in their journey, you know, from A to Z. But until you really came, come here today like I did and listen from their mouths to your ears... You know, the, the level of, the level of, wow, this shit's deep. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't, you don't even yeah. get to touch it by, with an iceberg. You really don't. It's, it's huge. This is huge. So coming out of this today, I'm definitely a changed person for sure. Yeah, definitely. I made some connections, new connections, but I made some 
kind of just some existing ones that I had via social media and Instagram. Made those connections in real life today. It, it was fucking awesome. Oh, that's yeah. amazing when you yeah. meet this like, is, your Instagram friends oh, in real it's life. E- it's epic. Yeah, epic. It's like, okay, you're real. You exist. And that little giphy that pops up, internet friends are better than real life, can be true. <laughs> I know. That's awesome. I think you really touched on something that I love about the... Well, any in any community that's like this that's kind of niche if you want to call it that but it's just um, all the different perspectives creates that empathy which is just I mean it's just a good thing of like understanding everybody has a different story to tell and everybody has valid they're all valid and everybody has their truth and it's so great when we can all come together and support right. each other right I loved uh, Lindsay's reminder of you know, not to exclude someone just because you th- they you think that their journey is different from yours in a way. You are 100% able to gain something valuable from that person that you think you can't gain. You know what I mean? That, that was epic, too, which she said, we've all been guilty at it in one way or another. My brain is a sponge after today, and I just want to go home. My husband's going to be the first one to hear a million things off the, the top of my head, but really want to digest everything and just talk about this to people. Well, just talk about it. I am so excited to see where this is next year. Well, thanks for starting the digestion here on the Infertile Mafia podcast. I appreciate you talking to me. Absolutely. Do you have anything you want to promote, like social media or anything like that? Um, you know what? I'm a small business owner, Christina Fantosi Crafts. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. I run it by myself. Uh, vinyl crafts, personalized party favors, things like that of that nature. Apparel, whatever. So I just love doing what I do. I love personalizing things, and I'm local to the Chicago area. So try and check me out. Yeah, awesome. Well, it's so nice to meet you. Thank you. Absolutely. Chelsea, right? So I have Chelsea here with me who says she listens to the podcast. So, of course, I roped her in to come talk to me. (laughs) So nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Where are you from and what are you doing at the Infertile AF Summit? Well, I am from Berkeley, Michigan, and I am here because I am Infertile AF. Um, We've been struggling with our infertility journey since, well, I guess it's been uh, a little over two years where we've actually known that we are infertile. So what was your favorite part of the day? Like, what was a highlight for you? Um, Honestly, I... I have a pretty short attention span usually, like 20 minutes, which is why I work in the ER. Um, but today I felt like all the speakers had a different point of view, and it was really great to hear everybody's story. Like, everybody had a different story, a different pathway, and I just felt connected to, to everybody. That's great. Yeah, those, we keep hearing that. Every person that comes to talk to me says they loved like the different perspectives that people have. Which is great, yeah. I'm glad you had a good day today. I wish you well. Oh, thank you so much, and thank you for for having me. It's, like, exciting to be a part of something that you listen to. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) Well, it was nice to meet you in person. Nice to meet you, too. On behalf of Sarah and I, thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Feel free to follow me. Absolutely. (laughs) We'll, We'll do. This is awkward. It is awkward. Yeah. But don't worry. Just be natural. You okay. look fierce. Thank you. I've got Tia Dundusa. Oh, good. We're live. We're okay, live. Good. We're going. We're rolling, yeah. girl. Hello. The co-founder of 
Infertility Infertile AF Summit. Cheers, girl. You did it. Yes, ma'am. Happy birthday, honey. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. How'd it go? Tell me, like, what's going on in your head? This is amazing. It was everything we could have imagined. Everyone was crying and screaming and In a good way. Cheering. In a good way. Yes. And, like, the best possible ways. Like, new friendships, new, like, memories, new everything. Just... It's just like a an awesome community coming together. So tell me some highlights of the day. Like what like what's sticking out to you right now? So if you guys don't know about um, Mimi Brown, she is a motivational speaker and also she's cycling with fertility uh, IVF, and she just knocked it out of the park in terms of like finding the funny with fertility. She was just on par she was like the infertile oprah so the infertile <laughs> it was awesome oprah. yeah it was awesome I, I, do i see her behind me right here yes ma'am yeah there she yeah. is oh, she- yeah behind yeah i mean just just everyone coming together just from donations to people just saying yes in a matter of like you know a month selling tickets selling out twice like the highs and the lows like meeting Lindsay for the first time our co-founder like her and I have never met until this weekend yeah I know, that's amazing I, I can relate to that because Sarah and I have never met on the podcast like we've we're co-hosts and we've to never date? met today we've never, we've never met. met yeah so that I can relate amazing. to that oh my god that's awesome isn't it the beauty now how did you guys meet I'm sorry I'm interviewing you now through YouTube Really? Back That's in the awesome. day when we were... The power of social media. This is amazing what you've done. Incredible. And it's all through Instagram. Most of it's through Instagram. And like a little bit through Facebook, but mostly Instagram's like our jam. Right. Yeah. And we've already heard from a bunch of people, just amazing stories, like all different walks of life. We've already had people sitting here talking to me about adoption, about choosing no children after fertility treatments, uh, who have gone through miscarriage, like... I love that you've got all these voices represented. It's great. And it's great because people, it's like sparking new contra, you know, the new conversations where they're like, we want to see the male perspective. We want to see people speak about the people that aren't infertile. We want to hear their side. We want to have all of these different dynamics so represented. So like that's like the next thing. Like how do we take this this summit to the next level moving forward? Which was so. going to be my next question. What's next for you guys? We, it's funny. So tomorrow when we're sober, <laughs> we're going to actually like go through our business plan. And the goal is hopefully within six months from now, we're going to have a more exclusive um, sort of like destination retreat that's like a more invasive mental wellness sort of um, infertility summit but less um, agenda based more you know come as you are spend the weekend with us learn about yourself but then yeah the summit every year is going to be Chicago based taking off we're hoping to at least double capacity next year so we have to like figure out all that like I mean it's a really good problem <laughs> we need, like, to a have. stadium yeah I mean there's so many infertiles yeah I know right one and eight I mean the all state arena is right next door so girl don't even get me started <laughs> 
That would be amazing. But I'm hearing you saying a destination summit. I'm like, uh, where are we going? We're are we going to Mexico? We going to, okay. We're looking at Sedona. We got some things in mind. So we're going to nail something down probably in the next like two to three weeks. So okay, nice. So yeah. we'll tell everybody where they can find you, how they can get plugged in with you guys if they don't so know already. Our main website is infertileaf.org. Um, and we're also on Instagram at Infertile AF Summit. Lindsay and I both have personal pages. Um, mine's Ms. Tia Jandusa, and Lindsay Fisher is Lindsay M. Fisher. But um, yeah, I mean that's the bulk of our that's the bulk of our stuff. So find us in one way or another. Email us. It's all us doing the work. So thanks we're for having us here today. The energy is amazing in here. It's so good. Uh, people are obviously responding to this so thank you to you and Lindsay both Absolutely. I mean again cheers yes. girl cheers <laughs> raise a glass girlfriend congratulations I'm sitting here I just talked to Tia a minute ago now I've got Lindsay with me hey so nice to meet you nice to meet you too it's really great to be here yeah this is amazing it's been a really good day and this is like the culmination of it has been so fun people needed a drink and they needed to celebrate the day you know what I mean yeah yourself included yeah <laughs> how, how was the day tell me some highlights so I don't it's so hard to say highlights because everybody really showed up so like from the speakers being every single speaker was great and I think from there just even the attendees showing up for themselves and participating in ways that like it can be really uncomfortable in the breakout sessions like every single person that was here today believed in it and did what we asked them to do and not because it was like oh well, they're asking us to but they wanted what we were giving them so it was amazing yeah that's actually a common theme I've heard from people sitting right there really? is that they really like well two things they love the different perspectives that you've brought to the table which is incredible because I, doing this podcast for over a year now there's one narrative that constantly sticks out you know and it's important to remember that that's not the only narrative yeah not everybody quote beats infertility not everybody wants to go through IVF. Uh, not everybody looks like a heterosexual white couple even, you know? Yeah. And so it's great that you're giving voice to so many different types of people. Well, I think, you know, for me, I am one of those, like, typical outcome, typical, like, IVF success stories. And it's easy for me to look at it and go if I can lift these other voices up why wouldn't I simply because of like you know and I talked about this in my speech but a previous trauma that I have been in and just kind of like rebuilding for so long and witnessing all of these other people struggle and some of the speakers I actually know personally so like the LGBTQ couple that spoke this morning I've known one of the women in that group for 20 years and I she didn't feel involved in the community and so when I found out that were going through treatment I was trying to kind of guide them as best as I could but they felt alienated and I don't think that a lot of people who have the support understand that there are people on the outside who don't feel as supported right well like I said it's incredible that you've provided that space for all different voices because we because we need that 
100%. I mean, if we're going to say that we're going to have the conversation, we need to legitimately have the conversation and open it up. And it's okay if it's hard. It's okay if there are varying perspectives that you were like, oh, I didn't even know that that was a thing. But, like, you need to know that. Like, if, now that you know, don't avoid it. Don't overlook it. Let's just spread the empathy around. It's all yeah. Good. It's, we could all use a little bit more love and support, right? Yeah. The other thing people have said they love is the breakout sessions. Yes, and I think one of the things that was really important for me when we were putting these together was, number one, to make them accessible in the sense that, like, we needed somebody within the group to sort of lead it so that they could have an example and feel comfortable because somebody else was already stepping up and doing it. But then also, I just feel like a lot of times people come to these and they want to listen to speakers and they're like, yeah, but if they don't actually have to do any of the hard work immediately and put it, you know what I mean? Like put their money where their mouth is, they don't get as much. Like they'll be like, yeah, I'm inspired. But then a week from now, they're going to go back to doing whatever they were. Whereas now that they've had the conversations, maybe it helps them have them beyond today. Right. And they're building relationships with people, which yes. is huge. Yeah. Well, that's like, you know, Tia and I didn't know each other. I mean, we knew each other through the Internet, but we had never met until yesterday, literally at the hotel. And so we planned this whole thing. But it's because we have built such a strong relationship online. And that's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's pretty incredible. It works. And it's so amazing to have those relationships. And then to be face-to-face brings it to a whole different level. I mean, the second that we met, it was like we'd known each other forever. It wasn't weird. It wasn't awkward. It was like, I know you. I get you. I see you. Here we are. Let's do it. I can't wait to meet you in real life, Sarah. I know you're listening. <laughs> Oh, Sarah. I can't wait to meet her in real life and hug her and, like, touch her, you know? Yeah, it'll be good. It'll, it'll be, be so good. good. It'll be good. So she plugged all your social media. Yeah. So you're good there. Okay, cool. But I want to ask, because I'm a fellow twin mother. Yes. Where are the, where are the twins tonight? So my dad, ha- my dad, their dad has the twins. <laughs> my dad does not have them. I would not be comfortable with that. But my husband is totally, like super dad and he was like I want to keep him all weekend so my mom actually had him last night because she convinced him that he needed a night off and then he decided to put new floors in oh so like oh he did floors last night super dad indeed yeah so I'm going to go home to like healthy functioning babies and brand new floors Amazing. After an incredible... Yeah, a night of meeting people, getting to share my truth, empowering other people, and then getting to drink. Like, it's nice. And as a fellow twin mama, go pour yourself another one. (laughs) (laughs) Let's cheers again, because it is a lot. Yeah, it is. (laughs) It is a lot. Thank you so much for having the Infertile Mafia here. It's great. I mean, the energy is great. I knew it would be. I've been watching you guys hustle and, like... I'm just excited for you. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm really like, it's still sort of surreal, but I'm getting to the point where I'm like really pumped and proud about what we did. So thank you. You should wake up tomorrow and feel really good. Or hungover. I mean, maybe hungover, but you know what I mean. Yeah, no, (laughs) totally. Thank you for being here. Yeah, absolutely. It's my pleasure. All right, so this is exclusive news you're hearing it first here on the infertile mafia podcast the summit 
I just got this from Tia, um, and she wanted to share it with the audience just so you guys know what's next for them. So the summit is just the tipping point to start living a bolder, more confident life with infertility. So they have created a three and a half day retreat called the Infertile AF Immersion Experience. Go deeper, live boldly. So that um, is happening. Uh, They wanted us to let you know to save the dates. That's happening um, for their first ever retreat in September in Arizona. The dates are September 26th to September 29th. So definitely save the date for that. That sounds like it's going to be a great time. And once again, you can find them online. Their website is infertileaf.org, and they are at infertileafcommunity on Instagram. Well, thanks for going, Kayla. Um, sorry yeah. again, I couldn't be there. No, it's it's okay. I I mean, you don't have to thank me. It was it was fun. We had a good time. I had FOMO. I know. I had FOMO for you. <laughs> I was just at the Hello Kitty truck in oh, Kansas City. That's right. Getting some Hello Kitty merch. <laughs> Did you get anything? Yeah, yeah. We get a lot of stuff. I was in line three hours. I was gonna get. A lot of stuff. Oh my gosh. I don't even know yeah. what a Hello Kitty truck is, but... It's like a Hello Kitty store with a very limited amount of things on wheels. Oh, it's just like... It's like a pop-up store? It's like a... Yes. Oh, yeah. It's like a, a food truck for Hello Kitty? Exactly. <laughs> That's so funny and random. It is. Did you notice... There were a lot of us there. Yeah, I'm sure there were. Did you notice that I... On your, on the post I made for you on Instagram, that I put a Hello Kitty sticker on there. Yeah, and a Coke. And a Coke. You know me so well. <laughs> like all the things she loves. It really was. That's good. I, I have two Hello Kitty glasses on my desk in front of me. Wow. And you have your Hello Kitty so. guitar. I mean, that Hello Kitty sort of brings yep. it all together for us because. I don't know. If I had been scrolling through YouTube looking for uh, infertile friends, if you hadn't had that blonde pixie cut and that Hello Kitty guitar, I might not have stopped on your channel. <laughs> and then this wouldn't even be, you know, that's, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But it did catch my eye in a good way. You know, next good. year, if Tia and Lindsay invite us back, maybe you can join me for the next Infertile AF Summit. Yeah. But we will be together on June 8th for the Chicagoland Walk of Hope and a mafia meetup later that evening. So again. Yeah. And if you're going to go, join our team. Join the team. Come on. Go team. Join the winning team. (laughs) It's not a race. (laughs) Once again. It's not a race. But. But we're going to win. There's a winner in donations. True. Yeah. So join the winning team. Join the winning team. And as always, <laughs> thanks for joining. Thanks for joining the Infertile the Mafia. Infertile Mafia. Okay, bye. bye. bye.